This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Assalamualaikum, halawala, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Now, do you ever get frustrated at your relationship with your kids? Sometimes you know you just react to them before you even know what's happened, and then you end up regretting it immediately afterwards. Well, today we're going to be learning how to parent with more patience with certified hand-in-hand instructor and conscious parenting educator Anissa Sharif. Uh, as always, we're going to be getting some of her valuable insights and techniques um, from identifying triggers to managing expectations, and then. This is a really interesting one. Getting yourself a listening partner. You can send in your questions right now uh, for Anissa. Any comments, any questions, experiences that you want to share. 2415 on Salat, 2022 on Do. We're also going to be available on Instagram Live. You can text us there uh, on anything related to parenting and parenting challenges. It is Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse 95. 95. Keeping it local. Keeping it local. All day, every day. Pulse 95. Heart of Shasha. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, it is Life Beats on Pulse 95. And in the studio with me back again is Anissa Sharif. Welcome back, Anissa. Hi, good morning. So good to have you. Now, um, a lot of us uh, who have kids, <laughs> we kind of, we always have, it doesn't matter how good you are as a person, as a parent, um, there's always that point that comes that kind of breaks the camel's back. Yeah. Where you just kind of lose it, <laughs> um, oh, yes, you know. Definitely. You could be. You, it could be your your kids asking you a million times mm-hmm. for that thing that you just keep saying no to, and you're trying to be strong about it. <laughs> it could be you asking your kids, you know, to pick up their dirty clothes off the floor for the millionth time, and they still haven't done it. Yeah. Or you know, there's a there's a million different scenarios where, and you could be having a bad day yourself. You could be dealing with things at work or dealing with things with your partner or whoever it is or whatever it is. And then and then it happens with the kids. And before you know it, mm-hmm. you snap. Yeah. And you just think you, you immediately, immediately you you regret it and you know. You I shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about today. Uh, yes. How to parent more patiently. Mm-hmm. So why do we need to be more patient? <laughs> Well, yeah, let's let's start by saying this, that it's there's no magical um, solution or like a magical pill that you can have and be more patient. It's a choice in life and it's not easy and it's hard and you have to be patient with yourself first. First. Yes. So whatever we're going to discuss today we have to just state this. It's not going to be easy. It's not something that you decide mm. on the night and wake up in the morning and you can do it easily. It needs practice and it, it needs time and it needs patience and being, you know, um, gentle with yourself first. And you're not going to get it right every single time. Oh, no. You have to be 
um, at peace with this idea. And also, it's good for your kids to see that you're not perfect, but you're trying. This is what they're going to take with them as a value for life. It's okay to make mistakes as long as we kind of try to make make it better next yeah, time yeah. to improve. We to have to working on ourselves. We definitely yeah. have to start somewhere. That's really important. Okay, so um, where do we start when we are trying to become more patient? It's really about self-awareness, isn't it? True, very much about self-awareness. And the first point that I'm going to talk about today is this idea. So think about it this way. What if the whole point of having children is to slow down? The whole point of having children is to slow down? Yes. I feel like it speeds everything up. Yeah, but think about it this way. (laughs) This is what we think we should do. That's speed right. Speed things. But the child comes with their own rhythm. They want to sleep and eat on their own time. They are programmed and wired for long hours of skin to skin, long hours of um, eye to eye contact, going back and forth. And what we try to do is to fit them in very quickly in our fast-paced, extremely competitive culture. It's so true. Okay. It's so so true. We're not going to change everything around us because we still have works and jobs and chores to do and commitment. But what if instead of pushing against the natural rhythm of a child, we push against the fast-paced, culture that we created that would be amazing but i have as a feeling much, as much as we can you know <laughs> it's it's a difficult thing to do you know because uh when you're tied to work when you but often oftentimes you've got pa- both parents who are working True. and are tied to those different commitments and it's like how do you do that how do you balance that out and in fact mm-hmm. um uh, we did i did get a text from uh dr berry van hello dr um, if you're listening, um, she actually put out a question to you exactly about this, which is amazing, about getting more balance yeah. in life mm-hmm. um, and get, being able to give that to your kids. And that's a difficult thing. You know, she, she works She works as a dentist. She's a doctor. Um, you know, this is her work uh, that she gets to do. Um, but I think, yeah, th- th- it used to be easier to do that when there wasn't that expectation. True. Expectations is a key word. Oh, wow. Because we do a try to fill in all of these expectations. And that makes it even harder as a parent. Mm, mm, mm. I know that we can't make it 100%, you know, nice and calm and slow. But if we just entertain that thought, what can I do in my life to make it slower? Okay. okay, so what do you do? Let's let's take an example here. What do you do in oh, your life? Okay, so I'll I'll give you a, an example from yesterday. Okay. okay, it was so hectic, and I have and I still have a, a long list of to do list, um, and it it keeps getting longer and longer. Nothing is ticked. I took Jenna uh, to bed. We read a, a bedtime story, and then I fell asleep next to her. Right, and half an hour, I woke up. And it was like around 9.30 and I thought, okay, I can go down now 
and start working on my to-do list, but I'm so tired. Uh, or I can go to sleep. <laughs> and then I decided to go to sleep. The to-do list never ends, does it? It doesn't, and it will never. But if I get a good night's sleep, I'll work better next morning. We underestimate how powerful a good night's sleep is, right? Yes. How do you feel this morning? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> that was actually, I did the same thing last night, but that was the day before. I woke up in the morning, Sally, it was like magic. I had this seven things to do on my list. And I thought, okay, this is all important. This is all urgent. And I then thought, okay, th I can't do seven. I have six hours until she comes back from school. Let's focus on three. And then I did two and I felt not focused. And I thought, okay, fine. Two is good. I'll, I'll do two. I'll take a break and then I'll do something else. And while I was taking a break, I got a brilliant idea for my next to-do list uh, item on the to-do list. Mm. So just by giving yourself this time, the ideas will come. Mm -hmm. The energy will come. Just trust in that. Yeah, you really do because you think to yourself, no, I've got to stay awake because I've got to do this and I've got to do that and otherwise I won't be ready tomorrow and yeah. whatever it is. But actually, just go to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> and then during out. the day when you need some time to just sit and relax and unwind and do nothing, mm -hmm. that's an art in itself. It really is. And um, what I want to talk about next is kind of um, the importance of actually just doing nothing because... Um, this is, like you said, this is where uh, all of the creativity comes in. Exactly. The self-nourishment comes in, but we're afraid to be lonely yeah. when we're alone. Yeah. Um, and something else we're going to be talking about as well with Anissa next is knowing your triggers. We're talking about being more patient. Do you have triggers um, that kind of get you going? Uh, <laughs> we're going to be identifying those next on Life Beats on Pulse95. You're listening to... Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. 95. Keeping it local. All day, every day. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Such a great conversation right here with Anissa Sharif, a conscious parenting expert. Um, we're talking all about how to be uh, more patient when it comes to parenting. Uh, and we kind of uh, left off talking about needing to have that space to yourself um, to be alone with yourself and giving your, yourself space and time to do the things that matter that we think, well, I've got to get everything else done first. Because mm -hmm. actually, um, this kind of all relates to how we all have triggers, don't we? True. So tell us about how all of that relates together, Anissa. Okay, so let let me try to, and see how I can do that. So we, we're talking about slowing down, mm -hmm. right? And if we think about it, like what really are the things that stops us from slowing down? It's not all the things that we have to finish, it's the value that we place on these things, okay? And it most of the time comes from uh, emotional baggage that we carry. Like, if I don't do this thing, I'm going to be the worst mom. I'm not a good enough wife or I'm not a good enough employee if I don't do this. And that puts lots of pressure on us. 
and it it can't like we can't slow down because we feel like we have to run and run and run and and compete and achieve and that's not healthy because mm -hmm. if if you think of the space that we need to um organize our our um thoughts the time that we need to sleep this, the, this is the time where our brain kind of stores all the information that we got gathered so sleep is not more important than doing things uh, we we need to identify these triggers why do we feel so pushed to do something why is it so hard for us to slow down and why do we have to fill all the expectations that we need to fill is it something that's important to us or is it important to other people that we care about maybe or is it linked to a status that we want to be in all of this needs to be in our thinking and it's not an easy thing to do mm. especially when you're running all day long so just slowing down and think about it we are as i said trying to fit our kids into this also fast-paced culture right and we want them to wake up on time dress up on time go to school come do the um uh, homework and then after school activities and we expect from a four years old to know how to read write speak two languages three maybe learn how to swim <laughs> play true. an instrument dance do a sport all of the this above this is crazy this is crazy and we try to fit them in this it's 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 go driving them crazy and driving us crazy and i'm not saying that after school activity is not good or going to school is not good but if you can find the time in your day to connect with your children play laugh and then sign them in seven different extracurricular activity and go to school in time every day do it without breaking up without driving yourself crazy do it but the fact you want so just put the more important things first taking care of yourself spending time building making memories and listening to them listening to them because goodness i mean you know it's not really about uh you know how many after school activities or whatever it mm -hmm. is that they're doing mm -hmm. no. actually they crave that time with you and just True. you know having you listen to them without having your phone in your hand True. you know kind of responding to the pings of the notifications while they're talking to you they want that eye contact they want that they need it and you need it as well we need it yeah like, this is this is what you need to mm -hmm. build that relation so you don't get stuck into this power struggle all the time mm -hmm. when you build that when you slow down and get the time even if it's 10 minutes a day to connect really connect you'll notice that their level of cooperation is going to be higher their focus in school is going to be better it everything is just going to improve it just falls into place yes and we were talking about this phys it's physics okay so you push on this table mm -hmm. really hard what you're going to get is resistance the moment you release the pressure the resistance is gone and this is exactly what we need to think of when we're going on with your with our life. If I keep thinking, oh my God, I have to finish this. I need to finish it now. It's going to be harder and harder to finish. Do you know what's interesting? We were talking about this as well uh, earlier, just before the show. I was uh, talking about how, you know, with our kids, 
um, wanting them to do well in a certain subject or whatever it is. And True. and it's just kind of like, and I, th- I think a lot of parents go through this uh, and you kind of, you push and you push and you go, and then you see all the resistance mm-hmm. and you wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> because you need to let go. Mm-hmm. You need to let go. You need to let go. If it's so important to you, just try to introduce it in a different way. It's something in a way that doesn't have lots of pressure. And that's how the solutions come. Yes, they come. They do come. And it's different from one person to another. So I don't have the perfect solution maybe for Sally. Mm. I can only come with the perfect solution for me that works for me. But I'm not going to reach there if I'm in this panic mode. Exactly. It's not going to come to me. It will only come when I let go, when exactly. I relax, and when I think from a point, from a place of love instead of a place of fear. Oh my God, I'm so scared that my daughter won't learn Arabic, for example. Mm-hmm. Instead, I can come like, I love this language. How can I show her how amazing it is? How can, how can I make it something that we share together? How do I build nice memories around it? And that takes us to the whole idea of thinking about and observing how we respond and react back to our kids. It's very important to observe our own emotions and what happens to me when I get triggered. What happens in my body? So we're going to come to that uh, just after the break. But um, something else that I want to bring up. When we come back, because when I posted about this on Instagram, I got lots of text messages. Thank you to everybody who's been texting about this. And if you've got questions for Anissa, comments about this, please send them in. Um, But I want to talk to to this comment that came in. Um, Of course, parents, they have to learn to parent themselves first and heal their unmet needs and wounds. And only after that become parents. If it was up to me, I would create an accreditation system for when adults would be allowed to become parents. So we're going to respond to that comment as well next on Live Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Live Beats Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse95. Talking the relationship with your kids and uh, if you are somebody, it's happened to everybody, happens to the best of us. We might snap, we might have that moment where we just think, I shouldn't have reacted like that. I should have been more patient. I should have uh, handled that much differently. Uh, And then it carries through and it carries on and you feel guilty and you have to, yeah, it becomes a mess. So we are with Anissa Sharif and she is taking us through that process of uh, how to come from a place of more patience when you are parenting and to get there we're going to talk about shark music yes shark music <laughs> explain the concept so, yeah this is an experiment actually it's described in one of the uh, parenting books that i love it's called no drama discipline by daniel siegel and uh, he did this experiment where he had a group of people and he played a movie to them It was a drone going over a nice green uh, forest and then approaching uh, the shoreline and then under the water. And then you see these flocks of fish swimming. Mm -hmm. All of this while playing a nice, calm music. And then he stops the movie and plays the same exact one 
nice green forest, shoreline, underwater, flock of fish. But this time with suspense music. And the experience, exactly, yes, yeah. something scary. And the experience that the people had in both times, it's exactly the same movie they were watching. The music gave them an, a very different uh, feeling. And at the end of the movie, when the suspense music was um, playing, they felt like they would be a shark jumping in the frame, in the picture. It's the just movie. like building anxiety. Exactly. Over something that probably isn't even yeah. going to happen. Yeah. 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 So how do we use this in parenting context? It's, imagine this scenario. Okay. So there's a mom and there's a eight years old. She's always good to school. No problems. She's been sick for a week and missed school for a week. And then she went back. They had a math exam. And when she brought the results home, it was lower than usual. The mom, realizing that she missed school for a week, was able to sit and have a nice, calm conversation. How we can like work on that? How can I support you more? She might decide or not to go and take uh, talk to the teacher. And everything is nice and handled calmly. Now, the same scenario, the same mom, same daughter, she's always been good, um, missed school for a week, got a lower result in the math exam. Mm. But add this time to the equation, an older son who's been always struggling with math. So this time, the mom will see the results and the first thought that would come to her mind, oh my God, here we go again, shark music. She will just put the, the, the little girl there and, and, and will have um, maybe shout and scream and there's no after school activity for a week. And you're going to study suddenly, instead. Uh, yeah, and... Suddenly she just lost her chance to um, go to university. She's going to be homeless. The whole future is gone. <laughs> this shark music can be anything. It can be an older son who's struggling with math. It could be that the mom herself is struggling with math could be that she has a baby and she's sleep deprived could be that she just had a fight with her mom sister husband boss whoever so shark music is always there and it's always good to be mindful of that before we set a limit or before we react to any stressful situation with our kids and in life in general to just take this breath and and think what kind of music is playing in my head right now is it a calm, nice music or is it a shark music? And that will enable us to come from a more calm place. It's and not how to turn that around as well. Yes. You can see the things uh, for what they are, the situation for what they are. If you see, if you see what your shark, shark music is and what your triggers are, then that can help you kind of flip it and make it the opposite yes. of what you would normally do. Yes. Mm. But this needs high awareness and it needs practice it doesn't happen it needs, in, practice. In a, it needs practice you're actually what you're doing is training your brain on different ways of thinking and i'm, I'm going to be honest with you i've been reading and, and studying and doing this whole parenting things for the last six years and i still get triggered sometimes but it gets easier it gets easier with time and with practice and with dedication but if you think Okay, I read this book, I heard this person speaking on radio, and tomorrow I'm going to do it and everything is going to be fine. It's going to be perfect now. No, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but it's not going to be. 
as easy as this. You have to be gentle, as I said before, on yourself. And you have to take it slow, slowly and uh, patiently and give your time, um, yourself time to make mistakes and learn and uh, correct. And it's going to get easy with time, with yeah. practice. And that way, obviously, the whole thing, the relationship will be yeah. better uh, yeah. overall. But I want to come back to this message that came into me. The accreditation. Last yeah. night. Um, just all about how, how we do things as parents. Yeah. I, I just thought it was really interesting. Um, of course, parents need to learn to parent themselves first. They need to heal their unmet needs and wounds and only after that become parents if it was up to me i would create an accreditation system for when adults would be allowed to become parents i want to get your thoughts on this uh comment well, yeah it's not the first time that i hear an idea like this like a parenting academy or whatever although i know that it comes from a good ex- uh, like intentions but the problem is you you, you can't write a parenting curriculum if we're going to just go along with this thought, there is no way that you can write something like that. It's a process and it happens uh, as you go and as you discover parts of yourself that you were not aware that they're there. Your kids will trigger parts that you forgot about. Or you didn't even or, know were there. Yes, it, it's, this it's, is, a, it's a different process. This it, is the thing about, you know, because some people think, um, you know, that's it. I'm going to, you know, read the books. I'm going to do the course. And we do. And that's the thing. Have you seen how many parenting books there are in the Mm -hmm. market? Because it's a big market. Parents freak out when they have kids. (laughs) They want to read everything. They think, I'm going to find the answer in this book. Sure. It's good. Um, uh, I don't want to sound like um, we shouldn't be learning or reading. That's why we're doing this this show. But, but. We need to realize that there is a more into it than just getting information. Right. There is, it's a very unique relationship and it's a very unique journey for every single person. It's easier said than done. Yes. And you will have to come with your own solution that works for you. Yes. Somebody can walk with you that journey. Somebody who's been there, who has some experience in doing it but they're not going to be able to give you the the answers that you're looking for they can ask the questions maybe show you different things but you will have to try it and with every child it's different people who have more than one they know that even if these children were twins they will have different personality and your journey with each one of them would be different exactly so you need the information you need the knowledge but also you need to give yourself this time to um, travel this road with your child and enjoy it. It's not going to be good, like perfect from day one. If no, you think you've read all the books, not you've even done from, all the courses mm-mm. about self-awareness and, um, you know, healing your wounds and all of that. Yes, all of that's important, vitally important. Yeah. But you're still going to be challenged. Of course. You are still going to be challenged. And even if you think you figured it out with the first child... As happened to me, the second one comes along. She is completely different. They are like night and day. And I kept getting asked, is this your first child? And I had to keep saying no. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Because it was just a very, very, from day one, from the Mm -hmm. day she was born, it was a completely different experience. So it's incredible. It's it's, It's an amazing journey that has to be, you know, 
um, taken and really cherished and yes. and, and lived and lived. Yeah. And the, the difficult parts, they make you stronger. Yes. Which is why we're talking about it today. And um, so I want to come to what you just mentioned, Anissa, all about having that listening partner. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, and what can that do for you? We're going to talk about that next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Oh my goodness, we're so busy uh, talking off air, we almost forget, forgot to came, come back. Um, but continuing the conversation with Anissa um, of how to parent more patiently, something that's really important, Anissa, is having a listening partner. Sure. So, what does that mean? What is a listening partner? Okay, let me tell you the story first and then we will talk about listening partner okay and this is something that one of my mentors told me it will help us kind of figure out why is it important to have a listening partner so the story is about um a big black dog scary dog that lives in the neighborhood okay and there's this boy who used to walk to school three blocks and in his way he passed through this house where a big scary dog lives and Mm. he keeps barking at him so he found another way longer way to walk to school it's like 10 blocks and he started going there because that was less scary safer for him and then he forgot about the dog it was in his unconscious but he consciously forgot about it and he kept walking this longer way to school he grows up he started working to work to uh, walking to work and he still uses this long way to walk to work. Now, if he had the courage to go back on the shorter way and ex- just check if the dog is still there, he might find that the dog is not there. The house is not there. Or maybe now that he's a grown-up man, the dog is not as scary and as big as he remembers it to be. Mm. And we do this all the time in our life. There are things that we're scared of, doesn't make us feel safe, and we avoid them. And it's it's kind of builds in our unconscious. Mm-mm-mm. And we can't get rid of them. We'll keep walking the longer way to work, to school, doing the things that we're used to do in certain, this certain way, because we're so scared of going back and checking this place where the dog used to be. Now, we use to, um, or all of these um, new positive, uh, get the anger out uh, kind of thinking, we do a lot of things. Like we work out when we feel stressed. We binge watch Netflix or whatever it is. We shop. We do lots of things trying to push these thoughts away or our stress away. But it doesn't help. Because all what we're doing is pushing these ideas, suppressing these, it all, uh, fears mm. inside deeper. Yeah. What will help is bring them to the conscious, making sense of them. It's not what happened to you growing up or in your life. What matters is how you make sense of it. You got to face your fears. Yes, make sense of it. And sometimes it's not sometimes all the times. It's so scary it to go there. 
it helps if someone holds your hand without judgment, without giving an advice, accept who you are and what fears you carry and walk with you that way to check, is the dog still there or not? This is kind of how I like to think of listening partners. Somebody who's just going to listen yes, and just be there for you yeah. without judgment. Without judgment, without giving advice and help you explore these areas in yourself that's so scary and all the triggers. Oh my God, this kind of voice that my daughter uses when she talks to me or the whining that she does. I feel like I want to like do whatever. I'm yeah. not going to say violent stuff on the air, but I need someone who can listen to this without judging me mm -mm. because these are normal feelings that we all get. It drives me crazy. I wish she stops. Right, right. I need to get all of these emotions out because if I'm going to be there holding the space for them, I need someone to hold the space for me as well. Right. This is what we've talked about before exactly. on the show that you need to be there for your kids. Yeah. Instead of yelling back, instead of reacting, you've got to be there to hold the space for yeah. them um, so that they can get out whatever is going on for them. But at the same time, if you're taking that energy exactly. from them, you need somebody to help you take that energy out of you as yes. well yes. to hold the space for you. Because then <clears throat> all the frustration, all the anger, all the disappointment that you're accumulating in your relation with your children or in, in life generally, it needs an outlet this. It needs to go somewhere. Right. We, when we say we need to be calmer and come from a, a, a place of love, we don't push that. We don't mean that we push or punish ourselves for the bad feelings or the, the hard feelings that we have. We're humans. We have them. Mm -hmm. But we need to find a, a safe way to process them. And this is an, an extremely um, important part of the hand in hand model. Finding someone, listening partnership, it's an exchange. We train parents on listening tools to, to be able to listen to them, to their kids, and also to listen to each other. If It's like a 999 parenting kind of thing. Right. So I'm, I'm really on the verge of exploding now. Right. I can pick a phone to call, call someone, let everything out there, and then I'm ready to hold the space for my child. Because that's really important as well. But it, it, can it be somebody who is a friend or um, a family member? Or It can, no. but they need to be really exceptional. And you have to have this really exceptional relation. Because even as coaches, we are advised not to work with close family members or um, close friends. And why is that? Because we get triggered. We can't distance ourselves and detach ourselves fully from people who we care about or like we have a history and to it's be like able doctors not being able to you operate know, treat. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah exactly. family members yeah. yeah i mean like even if you're the best coach in the world you will have triggers as well and even if you try to be neutral but holding a place for someone you need to remove all your judgment your all your emotions triggers um expectations from that relation Mm -hmm. and, and it's hard. It's really hard to do when you're working with someone that is so close to you and you have a history together because you'll be you'll be triggered all the time. So it needs to be somebody that you trust. Yeah. Somebody who is trained mm -hmm. um, and and 
are there any other criteria for somebody who can should be a listening partner for you or that's that's, uh, that's most of somebody it. who's not going to be judgmental yeah. but importantly as well something that you said uh, earlier uh anisa is somebody who doesn't trigger you as well oh yes yeah. what does that mean i mean sometimes when we're doing listening partnerships mm. i can um i can i might work with someone and the things that they're trying to figure out as well uh, it's triggering something in me mm. i've had similar experience in life um i have strong feelings about the issues that they're working on and it's okay to finish that kind of partnership yeah uh, because you need to be present for that person you can't go in your head you can't be triggered and ha- or sometimes people who um are doing this for a long time you can find another partner a listening partner to work on your triggers from the first listening partner because you've evolved if, yeah you've changed you've evolved you have different concerns true and you're in a different place yeah i'd love that but listening partnership is like yeah working together exchanging time listening time and um, um you you need you need few skills it's not something complicated but it needs training speaking of time we've run out oh. always amazing always insightful thank, thank you, you so much anisa sharif that's going to be up on the podcast later on today uh, in case you missed any part of that conversation really really great advice there but coming up next we're going to be looking at a new planetary health diet that could save lives as well as the planet we found find out what that involves plus could laser shoes help people with alzheimer's keep moving and keep walking that's next on life beats on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 tune in live every weekday from 10am